Mike, turn your games down. Hi, we another comic episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Helberton. And who's in the wrong world with me tonight? Your favorite superhero, Red Fox. This is Joe Butler, and Mike, when you stab me, aim for my non-human parts. <laughs> so uh, We are here to talk about a comic I forgot existed until I saw a Facebook memory where I commented about it five years ago. And <laughs> Justice League slash Mighty Morphin Power Rangers came out in January to September 2017, published by DC Comics and Boom Studios. Okay, that, so, that was my main question, if this was made by Boom. A little bit of both. I mean... Yeah, it shows both logos on the cover. Yeah, but it doesn't feel like it was a... We read Power Rangers comics, and those were good. And I read this, and this was not good, so... This feels like a DC comic to me. The art, the writing, feels very DC to me. And everything this guy has written, because I looked up the writers, is all DC stuff. So he was a DC writer. Oh, that that makes sense. Because I'm not going to lie to y'all. Oh, this, oh Marvel this, this feels like the comic that you get in like when you used to go to like Burger King and get a kid's meal. And they're like, <laughs> oh, there's no, there's no toys this month. This month you're getting comics. Collect them all. And it's like, oh. So I'm not the only person that thought this was trash? It's okay. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say it's absolute garbage, but it, the quality is hitting a bit. Yeah. Okay, so good. It wasn't just me. I, I read it twice. I'm like, I don't enjoy this. Am I missing something? So I read it again. I still didn't enjoy it. I'm like, well, I don't think I'm missing anything. I've also been sick off my ass all weekend, and so whenever I remember that the 30th was coming up, I was, like, in bed with a fever all weekend, and I was like, shit, do I have time to read this? And I forgot to read it during my lunch break today, so I read it, like, when I had nothing to do at the end of my shift, and I was like, whenever Mikey said, like, oh, yeah, it's a quick read, yeah, I'm surprised. I had, I had like, an hour. I finished this in, like, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. The, after we, like, we've been, we've been reading so many other big books and so much other like good content. And I read this and I felt, and again, you, you made a good comparison. This feels like something I got out of a cereal box or something, you know, it just, it, it doesn't feel like good, like quality comic. It feels like something's rushed together. And I'm going to blame DC on that. <laughs> I just, I, Cause again, like when you look at like the power Rangers and turtles that we read and you just see like the love is there and the attention to both styles of characters where this really felt like power Rangers are stupid Justice League is awesome. Here you go. Have a book. Yeah, maybe. I guess this is probably the most accurate description of <laughs> anything involving Power Rangers that you've ever said. <laughs> I mean, that's just how I felt. I mean, it just didn't it didn't feel good to read. And that that I mean, after I mean, I think a big part is we've been reading so many good books. I'm reading Sandman. I'm reading the TMT IDW stuff. I'm reading the Power Rangers TMT stuff. I've been reading nothing but good books that are like, you know, heavy books. And here's this, like, you threw me a, a book made for 10-year-olds, it felt like. <laughs> and I've read other good DC stuff. I've read some really good DC stuff. I've read and some very good DC stuff. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know what they were doing I, here. I think they didn't care. I mean, I think it was pretty much like, because from the sound of it, I was watching a YouTube video before this, and the guy was all excited talking about it coming out. He's like, oh, the Power Rangers got a movie coming out, and Justice League has movies, so let's put a comic together. And it's like, you know, that probably was somebody's thought, you know, some corporate guy. Like, yeah, I mean, Power Rangers are popular now. Why don't we see if they'll work with us and yeah. we'll make something? I can it, see that. This also feels like the weird thing of which I've seen kind of recently in another weird thing. Either y'all heard of like Ruby? Yes. R-W-B-Y? Yes. They, they also had a Power Ranger or a Power Rangers 
a wish. They also had a Justice League kind of crossover, and I've heard kind of mixed things. But they they kind of do the whole thing with this too, where they kind of play it fast and loose, and like nothing's really at stake, kind of thing. I mean, yeah, it's just the tone was. I didn't like the tone of the book. And I, I didn't like how the Power Rangers, even though I'm not a big Power Ranger fan, they really felt like idiots in this. Well, what what kind of surprised me is that certain Rangers kind of had a back seat. Like they they emphasized yeah. maybe two, everybody else was taking a back seat. Especially even like the leaders of the teams were taking a big back seat. Well, because they had to make room for the more important characters like Superman and Batman and Flash. They definitely made enough time for them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean. Like, I first, like, when the comic starts off, and the first thing you see is Angel Grove, home to the Power Rangers, it says. Then you see Angel Grove missing and Zack crying because he had to fight with his parents. Like, I thought, okay, this is going to be a Power Ranger-centric book. It was not. No. I mean, even just the way that Superman, the first thing you see Superman say is, not your fault, son. And, you know, he's telling Zack, stand up. Like, it's not, you know, we'll work together. Like, that's, like, the whole tone of this entire book is... Right in this first page, yeah, of Zach being upset and the power and the Justice League being above them bothered me a lot. I am a fan as well, though, and I they you can kind of tell too that this is kind of a prequel to the other crossovers that they do because I'm also a bit of a fan of them giving because usually when you have crossovers like this it's always like oh well we do the fan favorite so jason's really the only one is it jason or who's the leader jason right jason yes jason it it usually when if it was written like back in the 90s too it wouldn't be zach it would be jason and then like kimberly would probably have something which he does in this but like it it would mostly be kind of a thing so i'm always glad whenever they do other than just like the the red and the pink and the green ranger essentially being in the main spot and they end up kind of making other people kind of like how like in the Ninja Turtles one, Billy's kind of more prominent and has a lot more speaking lines in that as well, which I believe he doesn't have jack shit in this. He does when it comes to trying to figure out the Brainiac stuff, but not too much other than that. Mm-hmm. No, he's not. None of them are really important. I also thought Jason was Rocky at first because the way they drew him, it looked more like the other actor. It, some, confused. Yeah, some of the panels were a bit weird. I was like, who the fuck is it? Oh, I guess that's, that's supposed to be Jason. <laughs> They all look off because like with the Power Rangers, you you're, when you're drawing them, you're drawing them based on the actor because those are the characters. Right. I mean, and I feel like that's something that you have to do with Power Rangers because it's based on actors like you can. You can, I mean, sure, you can have a little bit of, you know, leeway, but not as much as like, is this like tries to draw them, at the, but then also go their own direction at the same time. And it doesn't work for me. Like Trini does not look anything like Trini. For one, I didn't like the way Kimberly looks. Like, I don't know. I was just very like, eh. yeah, I'm being very so. judgy. You're, <laughs> you're fine to be judgy. This, this looks like it's it's a stepping stone for them to actually like. It's nice to know that this is also before the Power Rangers Ninja Turtles one, because that's so real, well written. And this one's just kind of like, eh. well, like even the beginning where they get to they they go to their command center and. Alpha 5 is missing, and Zack finds a, a broken version of him, and then thinks it's him, and it turns out it's a bomb. Like, it's a bomb. To, to me, that was just weird, too. Like, that's what you're going going for, and... I will say the a positive, at least. The, the sure, please. First um, appearance of Lord Zed looks pretty badass. Yeah, seeing him with the putties, okay, that was badass, and they drew him good. But that's it where was... this first comic ends, as far as, like, the good art. <laughs> yeah, just Zed. 
Yeah, I mean, ooh, I got I got some real problems later. I, I want to talk about, but like, you already right, that was good. Like the whole idea of Zach feeling guilty for bringing in the the bomb Alpha Five, and then so because of that, he and his morpher screwed up. So he grabs Lord Zed, and they teleport to a different world. Like that was kind of cool. Him running, and then all of a sudden he teleports to DC World. And him running into Batman and Batman fighting him makes perfect sense for Batman. Mm-hmm. Batman crying for help. I didn't. I, yeah, I don't think he would have done that right away. Some somewheres there's a bat mech that he could have used, and everything would have been fine. But <laughs> well, they don't even like. I get it when if he would have got if he would have called for help sooner. But the moment he's fighting Zach, and then all of a sudden, and, you know, and he pretty much takes down Zach. Is about to like looks like he's going to arrest him, which weird. And then when the other Rangers show up, he immediately calls for help. Well, I, I guess the only if I'm trying to make sense of it here, if I'm trying to think deep enough, the only way it can make sense is because he can tell. That they have superhuman speed, well, yeah. endurance, strength, and then he he might have noticed that with just Zach, and then you get oh, all right. Here's five more. I mean, that can be an issue, other than him fleeing and returning. I mean, it's the only other way I could accept it. But I've, I've read a lot of Batman comics, and he fights a lot worse things than the Power Rangers. We we have to let the narrative flow, Mike. It's I know, I, know. <laughs> I, know, I just I mean, it wasn't it wasn't even that. It was just like the tone of it. I didn't like after reading so many serious comics, and this is a very jokey comic. Like you have Flash shows up and steals all their weapons all of a sudden, you know, super fast. He takes his weapons, and then they're and then they have to call for their Megazords or their Zords. So realistically, know. Superman could have beat this entire team. Yes. and it would have been done. No, maybe they're not magic. Tarians are magic, I think. Or technology for the most part. Like that's why it's it. The first season of Power Rangers was magic versus technology, where you got the Power Rangers technology, Rita with the magic kind of thing. Oh, okay. He's right. I'll take that. Mm. And that's for, And then the end of the issue is you see the pterodactyl pick up the Batmobile, and Batman's crying. I feel like Batman would have blown up the Batmobile if it had got picked up by a giant pterodactyl. Not like he can't <laughs> afford more. I've got like three at home in the basement. This one's not that big of a deal. They're just not painted black. And that's the, the end of the first issue. And I, I read it to something like, am I missing something? Like, but I was still entertained enough. And then we get to the second issue. And I have I have issues with this cover because the drawings of the characters on the cover are nothing like what they are in the book. And I know that's normal, but like the suits are even completely different. Like Batman has a blue mm-hmm. blue and suit, which is not the reverse sh- suit that he's wearing in the comic. None of them look like this. This is all their and I, I mean, comics do this all the time, but I don't know. It bothered me. It's not accurate whatsoever. Yeah, it should at least match what's in there. Even if the art's different, the yeah suit style and everything should match. You know, one of these days, because I do a lot of Batman movies with Mike, we're going to <laughs> make fun of Superman at some point. And I really need to, to prove that I'm not a Superman hater, but because I'm a huge Batman fan, I'm very hard on Superman. It doesn't mean I don't like him. I just think that he's he's kind of a punk, but I'm always I'm always a fan of him not wearing red tidy whities We got to do Superman Red Sun, the film. Ken's been trying to get me to do it for a while. Animated that, film. That one's fine. It's a weird thing where I like I like Superman more when they do something different with him, because like anything else where it's like, look, if he's Superman, it's like, oh, this isn't going to be very fun, is it? <laughs> Crip and I ah, see there you go. There they go. They do it in here, too. Yeah, they do. It here I mean, there's. I have another issue too, where that we'll get to. But like, when when you first get introduced, so the Power Rangers called the Zord, or only called the one Zord for some reason at first, and then you get introduced to Green Lantern, and and Superman shows up, and Superman's chasing after the bird. Green Lantern gets beat. He puts them in in a circle, a force field, and because they call their Zords, his shield breaks and he falls down. 
Green Lantern is not that weak. Did they call the Zords from inside the ring barrier? Somehow. Also, when when Tommy calls the Zord, there's no flute. Isn't there always a flute played? Uh, Yeah, I want to say I want to say so. So, you know, what's kind of weird for me, too, is that, I mean, obviously I read a lot of Boom Studios and stuff like that. But I don't what I don't get is they are in another dimension, another their dimension. Yeah. And and, um, if I recall, even in the show, like even if they were just on another planet, they had issues getting their Zords. So for them to just call them in another dimension, I don't know how much I was buying that. (laughs) Even even morphing, because I I guess morphing grid does exist. If you go turtles wise too, like it exists in other dimensions and universes. So I'll take that. But I don't know about the Zords. It's just the way it happened. I didn't like it. Well, no. You guys need to remember one thing is that there's a yellow ranger and green lantern specifically weak to yellow. Doesn't matter what. It's just (laughs) yellow. Oh yeah. I forgot about that too. Okay. (laughs) Okay. That that makes sense. And if that, that's why it's shield. They don't say that. And I come, and I completely forgot that, but that would make sense. I really wish they would have brought that up. It would have been funny. It would have made sense because he's weak to the color yellow. Like literally. But that, there's so many movies I have issues with where if like, I think we've, we've done other movies too, where I talk about where it's like, if they just added one line of dialogue, I wouldn't have a huge issue with it. I mean, there were parts I like, I like how flash runs into the, into the Tyrannosaurus and takes Jason out. Cause he phases him. He phases him through. That was cool. Wonder woman tying up Kimberly and, and having her tell the truth with the lasso. That was cool to being why they finally like realize that, okay, they're, you know, these guys are not bad. Those are kind of cool touches. I was okay with stuff like that. It was just the overall tone of this just felt too kiddy, too kiddy for me. Normally, I'm, it's a comic. I'm okay with it sometimes, but I also really hate Brainiac. That's my other problem. Where the the one person they choose to have Lord Zed team up with in this, well, because Lord Zed ends up in one of his bottle cities, Brainiac shows up, and I've never cared for Brainiac ever. It's there... just I hate the villain. Okay, say <laughs> is there a reason why, or is it just I just I think he's a stupid villain. Look, you, 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 obviously they were saving ideas because the other idea, which probably would have been funny as fucking hell, would have been to have Lord Zed team up with Lex Luthor and then Lex Luthor manages to steal the Power Rangers powers and then try to sell it for money. I would have rather that. I'd pay money to see that. <laughs> it's just still gladiol. So, Mike, who who else would you like to see? I, honestly, if I'm being completely honest, I don't really, I'm not the biggest fan of Brainiac. I never have been. And I always thought, like, and I love Superman, by the way, but I never enjoyed his enemies other than, let's say, Doomsday, maybe Lex. But his, his rogues gallery is trash, Brainiac being one of them. Who would you yeah. like to see more so? Now you got me thinking. I don't know DC villains as well, but just somebody. There's got to be someone else that could have worked. I mean, even Joker would have been better. But then Joker wouldn't have fit the tone they were going for in this comic. Sure. So I feel like that's a big reason why we don't have Joker here. I yeah, I guess because the idea is supposed to be that Brainiac wants to steal other like the universe. So him finding out there's another universe he can have as trophies is supposed to be like the idea. Rich, who would you want to see? Well, I wish I thought about it beforehand. <laughs> Before you <ask> the question? <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah, I honestly don't know. And and I mean realistically, who would who would ultimately make sense? I mean, other than I guess a Brainiac, it's one of the main ones that makes sense. It has to be Sure, it'd have to be more so a Superman villain, maybe next up, maybe a Batman villain, but anything other than that, who the hell even fits? Darkseid would work, Mongo would work. I feel like Darkseid would have worked because Darkseid is like in every, there as a Justice League villain as opposed to just being a Superman villain. 
Yeah. And I and I wouldn't mind a dark side Zed team up. That'd be terrifying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of characters. I mean, I'm, I'm looking through like rogue galleries. Like I would have been okay with Zoom or just. I just really hate Brainiac, but I guess they needed somebody with an army. Uh, yeah, still go dark side. Maybe yeah, the Joker. I, I would have said dark side. I think dark side would have been would be my choice. But I also just hate Brainiac, so let's just that's that's a lot of it. And I would just and I I think I'm just looking for to justify why I didn't like what I read. And well, like I remember when this was announced, I think you even copied me or tagged I me did. on that that post, and I got the notification. I'm pretty sure that you know you did back then. <laughs> <laughs> that memory or whatever and yep. i remember seeing it then and yeah i was kind of down for it but i it took me until this year i even i started reading it before obviously we got to this before you wanted to make it a podcast an episode but even when i saw it i was like you know what that's such an awkward weird ass team up how are they going to pull this off how is it going to be interesting it just didn't make a lot of sense to me then and even as they're trying to make it work here it still doesn't make the most sense i'm glad it's not just me though I was worried when I read it, like, am I, am I missing something? Because, like, there are cool moments when Zed meets Brainiac. That was a cool moment because he's trapped in the jar and Zed makes himself big so he's able to escape the city. Like, little things like that. Like, Zed tapping on the glass and Brainiac saying, don't do that. They don't like that. Yeah, so, I, I don't hate the dialogue in here entirely. Like, there are some funny little moments and quips yeah. and stuff. It's a, it's, mo- it's supposed to be a fun ride, you know, and, and if I only, if I shut my brain off and try to accept that for what it is, I don't mind the comic as it is. And I honestly, I think it gets better as it goes along. I, I don't hate it in the later issues necessarily. I, is again, if I turn my brain off and have a good time. No, it does. You, it does get better. I just like even them fighting big monsters. Like they just call like the whole thing is, I guess they have animals or like these big octopus things that were inside one of the jars that Lord Zed makes big. The Justice League has enough fucking members that this should be nothing. So I, I, I don't know. Yeah, because it's not that many either, and it's like no Wonder Woman can take that on solo. Superman can take one on solo. I mean, it's not a big deal. Yeah, and then they find out that they can't teleport. Like you have you have a a, a page you get to see all these different Justice you know Justice League people. Well, I guess I was gonna say couples. You have Black Canary, Green Arrow, Aquaman, Mara, Sazam, and Starfire and Beast Boy. But it was just odd. Oh, there's one panel where you you see Batgirl show up to fight an octopus. I'm like, which one was that one? I didn't even. I didn't notice her. Yeah, she's she's just sitting there on her bike, like, and I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck is she gonna do? Which in this uh, city is it? Country? Melbourne, Australia. Melbourne, Australia. Why is Batwoman in in Australia? Supergirl, Hawkwoman, one of the Green Lanterns, Kid Flash. I, Makes sense. I think they're, I think they're just fighting around the world in general. <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was just upset. <laughs> oh yeah, but <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. I just I like the watchtower gets like messed up so they can't teleport people. So the Power Rangers have to come in to help the Justice League, you know, like them like help Batman get some work if Batman can't fly. Also, re- really weird thing. Uh, I am I'm I'm not really real remembering of Power Rangers lore. I don't remember the Lord Jet Lord Zed throwing out jars to like make things bigger. And but I do think it's really funny that he used one on himself though. Yeah, which is, I don't think he's ever done that in the show, but Rita used her staff. Zed did have those, like, grenades or bombs or whatever they were. Okay. I mean, I guess the whole I- the whole idea is that was to get the Power Rangers to have to call their Zords so then Brainiac could send his little drones and take them over. I guess the whole point of this. I mean, that was kind of cool, like, where he goes in and I guess he steals their morphers off them somehow. On the wiki, it's called a growth bomb. 
<laughs> so yeah, no, he steal. I mean, you see him steal the. He takes over the mechs and then, or takes over the Zords, and then all the Justice League people have to pull them out, and Batman has to blow it up because he's not super. He blows up the top part. I don't know. It just, it just felt like the Power Rangers were were wimps in this, and I'm not even a big Power Ranger fan, and it bothered. Me. Oh well, they did uh, even before we really started talking, getting into like the first issue, like Power Rangers for the most part did take a back seat to the Justice League. Like I mean, in the Turtles crossovers, that we, I think it doesn't help that we read two great Turtles crossovers that really complemented both teams and took the uniqueness of both teams and put it and merged it together where this doesn't their unique take to make the Power Rangers different is let's dress them up in costume, which we see next issue. Yeah, that I didn't care for it because like you look at what Turtles did. Turtles has had them wear like ninja bandanas and stuff, which fit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd rather have them doing that than fucking putting on. Hey, put on a Red Hood's mask. You know, like, why do you have Red Hood's mask? Red Hood dead? You know, kind of like that, though. Sorry. That's the Red Hood simp in me. Yeah, that's the Red Hood simp in me to being like, oh, my God, he put on the Red Hood mask. And he's got a flaming sword. It's the <laughs> best thing ever. I guess I just wanted something that was more of them, but also kind of put in like a little bit of Justice League. Like, I would have been OK with the weapons. It was the like the literal suit is what bothered me. Just I, I it really, also the jet. Every time I saw the jet, I kept thinking it was the the Blackbird from X Men. I can't be the only one that just saw that. <laughs> That's what I thought. No, no, I, I I get what you're saying. Yeah, I could. That design is kind of similar. I just kept seeing that design every time. So how do you feel about their way of dimensional travel? Joe, why don't you talk before I complain again? <laughs> uh, I mean, I think it's pretty cool. I think I, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> it's no boom tube. I would have rather had a boom tube. I would have rather had the treadmill. They go to the Hadon Collider, which is the scientists have made it deep underground. And they're like, oh, we got this great idea. And then it's in issue four when you see them literally raise it out of the ground into space. That's a little goofy. I will admit that it's fucking weird that they're like, oh, yeah. We're going to go ahead and just, like, steal this whole thing from you. And they just kind of just go with it. And then I, I do admit. Superman asked. Yeah, because Superman asked. And then they have Billy and every smart person on the team is able to figure out how to use this hydron collider to just teleport them from one universe to the other. Also, Superman keeps getting and losing, like, five o'clock shadow. But I okay. will have. I will admit five o'clock shadow Superman is sexy. That's the Henry Cavill in me. <laughs> you you are right. It, it keeps happening. That was bugging me too. I'm like, why does he have a beard and not have a beard? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I normally don't bitch about comics on this on this show much, but this is one that hurt me. <laughs> I'm like, show me where you hurt me. Hurt me here in my heart. I don't even care for Power Rangers. <laughs> you will when you start reading Shattered Grid. You're gonna love it. I know. I I, I mean, I already like. Since we read the two Turtles crossovers and I'm like more into Power Rangers, seeing them in their own cro- in their own crossover being just like be glad. Be glad you didn't read the boom run, because if you did, you probably would have just not did this episode. I still would have. <laughs> I've done <laughs> almost every there's only been one or two episodes <laughs> that have been planned that didn't happen on this show mm-hmm. that were actually planned. And I consumed the product. And then only one or only one where I consumed the product and then just didn't do it due to scheduling conflicts. But no, I, I almost do everything I set out to do on the show. But no, you're right. I would have been much angrier, I'm pretty sure, because I'd be way more invested. 
I I do think it's cool that they use like Jason's dagger to guide them back to the other universe. That's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> that was cool. I was okay with that, even though it doesn't make sense that he has his dagger when everybody else lost their morphers and isn't the dagger. I guess he took the. You see him take the dagger with him, but I mean, it shows. It looks like a power coin in the dagger, but I guess it's not. So it's more of a symbol. Whereas he he has a morpher just like everybody else. The symbol. I mean, it is cool that the dagger is used to connect, and there's a line where Greenland is like, hey, let me see the schematic so I can hold together all the weak points of this Hadon Collider while Superman and Wonder Woman lift it out of the ground and kill all these people that were had their houses here. Oh, wait, that wasn't in the book. That's the part where they lift it out of the ground. So this is, this is Tommy's most important role in the entire comic. This is it. <laughs> That's the other issue. And he, you got to think, too, right? Like, if you're a Power Rangers fan, like most people, if you get into it, are, are a Green Ranger fan, right? Yeah, and You both are, right? He, he, I'm a Green Ranger fan, sure. He's not my top, but he's a big fan of him. But he's it's like, top. yeah, me, I'm, I'm a Jason guy. You've seen my wall of red here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I love Tommy, you know, and, and here, like you would think, oh, for the fans, let's give him a more prominent role or at least more prominent moments. Yeah. Nothing. This guy, hey, here, just use my dagger that I, I happen to be holding on to still. That's it. That's all I get. I mean, they're they're not even in their freaking rangers for most of this. Because they lose their powers at this point, and they don't get them back into the last issue. Well, which isn't an issue. Like, when you get into crossover that was done right, when, you know, TMNT and Power Rangers, when they lost their powers, it was done okay. Yeah. Not here. No. I mean, plus the whole thing of, like, when they land at Angel Grove, because Zed is, because Brainiac's going to take over, going to put the puts the city in glass. There is nothing outside Angel Grove. It's just barren wasteland. So one thing I'm thinking about, because I'm kind of like a little bit of a head too. There's no real Power Ranger besides Zed. There's no real Power Rangers villain in this either. Like in in like the TMNT crossover, you 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 get a little bit of Power Rangers, you get a little bit of TMNT, and then at the ending, you kind of get like a mix of both. You don't really get that in this true yeah it's 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 dc i mean it kind of probably shows who was wearing the pants in this uh negotiation (laughs) you know i wish you were wrong but you are not (laughs) and again that's my issue with it is that when you have a call when you have a collaboration like this it should be equal and this is not equal this is too much too much justice league heavy without enough of just of the i mean it feels like he just wrote in our Justice League book, and this could have been any five group of kids. I'll tell you this. The Ghostbusters crossover was treated more equal than the... <laughs> the Turtles one? The Turtles and Ghostbusters. Yeah, that was that was a good crossover. was, yeah. <sighs> yeah I, I would expect a lot less from that. But it, it also, it was appreciation. Well, one, it was IDW and IDW. IDW and Boom did the Turtles and Power Rangers, and they respected each other. DC is like, you're a smaller studio. We're the big guy with our movies yeah so fuck you like i mean that's how i felt and i'm just like yeah yeah yeah. i gotta start pointing where it hurt me hurt my arm too hurt me here hurt me here we can tell (laughs) i'm very upset but no as i was saying my nerd nitpick is when when they land the city and there's just barren wasteland outside the city and i thought well did he consume the other parts no it's just the city just we were too lazy to draw anything else how realistic is it too when they land and zach goes up to glass and his parents are right there but they escaped in the in the in the dialogue. So they escape and ran all the way out there. 
But you got to have the moment where he cries. He goes, Mom, Dad, I'm sorry we fought. I'm sorry I'm only five years old and I got mad at you and now you're dead. I'm sorry. Like, that's what it made me feel like. Like, you're taking these these teenagers that are fucking saving the world on a regular basis. And it's, I fought with my parents. I couldn't tell them what I was doing. Uh. They've all seen, they've all at least seen one of their friends die at least once. You would think. Rich, back me up on that, probably, more than likely. That they've seen their friends die. They've th- all the Power Rangers have at least seen one person that's one of that's a that's a friend of theirs die at least once in their like entire run. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I mean, if you're if you're going into Boom, uh, yeah, they have seen others die. Actually, sometimes like yeah, sometimes actually more than once. I want to say yeah. So this is nothing new, <laughs> but not in this world. <laughs> I'm really glad I didn't read Boom first and then read this. I think you're right, Rich. I think I would be much more upset. You would, you definitely would. I, I can separate it. I'm, I'm okay with that. But I'm telling you, yeah, you'd be pissed. It's more of just like I had high hopes for this. Like I came into this excited, and I, I think, think that's, that's why I'm upset. The, yeah, that's probably where you went wrong. Because again, like I kind of saw the writing on the wall. Not that DC was going to put their big boy pants on or anything, but I, I didn't. It just the the combination seemed off to me. Yeah, you you really can't. I mean, one of the jokes that I was reading online, it wasn't really a joke, but I'm going to make it a joke, where, like, the guy had said how DC doesn't want to keep with Marvel again, but DC's trying to do crossovers, like, with Boom and other studios. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. there are there were crossovers between Marvel and DC back in, like, the 90s and 80s oh, yeah. and 70s. But, like, now they hate each other, kind of. Well, Marvel's out there just making these big boy moves with, you know, with their movies and everything else. Like, nobody saw that shit coming, you know, back no. in those days. No, DC I mean, was, was big shit back then. I mean, Marvel was selling off pro- like uh, IPs. Yeah, like also for example, like that Marvel vs. DC book, they've never, they've only reprinted it once, and and they only could get to an agreement to publish it in in a tribute to an, to an artist that died, George Perez, or was dying at the time, and that was the only way. They only did a limited amount of copies, even though people wanted it, but they would not reprint it because they're too angry at each other. Damn. So. That that's kind of how I and I and I feel like this is all over this too, where DC was like, we're gonna do this, but we're gonna do whatever we want, and you just let us use your characters, and you just we'll write you a check type of thing, or we'll give you the penance of what we have left over. <laughs> yeah, I we're we're, we're the big fish in the comic world. Yeah, listen to us, we know what we're doing. Because I was like looking at the writer's credit, and he wrote some good books, like Deceased and some other stuff, and here they have Deceased him writing. Deceased is fucking phenomenal. That's what I've heard. I haven't read it, but I've heard oh, good things. And then I'm reading this, and it's just like, what? <laughs> yeah, he he wrote Green Lantern, uh, Corpse, Edge of Oblivion, Injustice, one of the some of the Injustice stuff, Year Three. Injustice I never read that. I read he all wrote that. all of Injustice. God's well, and I could tell that you could tell like deceased and that were I don't want to say similar, but the writing styles were very similar. You can tell. I mean, he wrote some good stuff. That I've heard people talk about, I can't speak to, but I've heard people like, and then, so it really feels like they were like, don't, we don't care, make it bad. <laughs> you know, so, make it but, I mean, it, you can know, have a good writer all you want. If he doesn't understand the lore of the characters yeah. or, or what he's dealing with with a whole other universe, universe, there's only so much he can do. I mean, besides cramming it in, like, imagine if this was as long as The Last Ronin was. Yeah, this was also, I mean, these comics were so short. Yeah, these were shorter comics, uh, cramming everything into an issue. It's just, it didn't make a lot of sense. But there wasn't enough love in it. Like, with, like, I wish I wouldn't have read Turtles first. But, like, the Turtles crossover, you have stuff from the Power Rangers. You have stuff from the Turtles. I mean, you have both their villains working together. You have, 
Scorpiana, villain I didn't even realize was in the original show that was just there. Where here you have Lord Zed, some putties, and that's it. And the Rangers wearing DC costumes, which were almost that. I don't know. It was just like the way that like having Zach cry. And then this is when they go up to the ship and they start giving them equipment. Like, is Jason putting on the fucking Lex Luthor armor? That's what it looked like. Tommy is. Tommy. Okay, sorry. Jason wears the red hood with the flaming sword. And if you're going by the actor's name, then yes, Jason. Oh, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Someone needs to get a fucking uh, rolled up newspaper to the fucking face to whoever thought it'd be a good idea to give Trini the katana outfit. As we were trying to avoid appropriation. Yes. (laughs) They weren't trying to avoid it here. They're like, she's Asian. We have an Asian character. Oh, that's what we're going to do. Like, I think in the show, she's Korean. But yeah, that, here, that, they is, that is a Asian Japanese Asian. mask. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Japan and Korea, they were very good friends throughout history. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was no um, hey, bloodshed look. and genocide and stuff like that. No, no. You're not going to tell the difference if, like, if the girls, like, you're not going to know who's who with the girls, right? So it's like, all right, well, let's just make one blatantly racist and give her the Japanese <laughs> <laughs> outfit. Well, I mean, why couldn't they just be, like, all they need are masks? I don't know. It was I couldn't even like I don't and I watch I know a decent amount of Justice League. I can't even tell you what some of these costumes are. Like the whoever Billy, I don't know who the hell Billy's no who that purple who helmet is. is he's wearing. Prometheus. Who the hell is Prometheus? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a DC guy. Like I I watch Justice League Unlimited. I've read DC comics. I don't know who the hell Prometheus is. I I pull up a whole list. Okay. Did you know or did you know because the list No, me? not Prometheus. I did not know who Okay. Really. Good. So I'm not. I, I thought you were like you know. Like how did you know this? No, I mean I'm I'm a DC guy, but not that much. Okay, I'm glad it wasn't just me. Pink Ranger Kim is Hawk Girl. That's an obvious one. Uh, Zach is Starman. I didn't uh, know I that he, either. I thought he was just wearing a Nightwing fucking mask. I'm not gonna lie to you. Same. <laughs> I mean, it's really it, it. It almost makes sense. Trini is Katana. Very obvious there. Mm. We all know Jason's Red Hood, and then Tommy is Lex. And they all have, like, special weapons from the DC universe, too. And I don't even know what the hell these weapons are. They're just supposed to be like, oh, well, this guy has an axe because you have an axe. Like, yeah. Excuse you, sir. It's an axe that can cut through anything along with the sword that can cut through anything. And, you know, I'm pretty sure Green Arrow would be pissed if they found out we had this fucking bow and arrow. But as everything makes fun of it, I would definitely use a bow and arrow to punch fucking someone from across the room. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah. And then I forgot that what is Billy and Zach that get their suits back right away where the rest stay in the justice league crap. Cyborg gets possessed by Brainiac. Also, I really didn't just didn't like the way they drew the power Rangers. They just seem really off too. I thought you were going to say you were surprised. They fucking stabbed Cyborg in the stomach. I was a little surprised, but I was fine. But I (laughs) Cyborg is a character I don't care about. And I can't like, I always, I I laugh and I remember seeing like they were going to make a cyborg movie. And I said, yeah, okay, I'll believe it when I see it. But that did not happen. But also that actor will never work for DC again, unfortunately. So, or probably, I don't, probably any big company again, unfortunately. Well, he was abused on the set of Justice League and he spoke out about it and they did what any big corporation will do. And like, that never happened. That sucks so, too, because he was a really good does. cyborg. He was. I would have liked to see a cyborg movie. I was just like, this is not a character you can make a movie on. Like, he's just not known enough. Plus DC was like, how can we catch up to Marvel immediately? So that worked out great. That's really was the goal. Yeah. Look, you know what probably wouldn't have pissed people off? The four hour, the original four hour cut of fucking Justice League. It's a good movie, actually. I don't have time, dude. I don't either. I don't think. Don't watch it in one sitting, but I will go to. I hate the theatrical cut of Justice League. That movie's garbage. But the Zack Snyder's cut, which you will never hear me say this about a Zack Snyder movie. 
is actually a really good film. That four hour cut is actually good, like way better than any right to be. So. I will I will believe you only because my favorite my favorite movie is a Zack Snyder movie. Sucker Punch. No, that's my favorite couple movie. Dawn of the Dead is my favorite. <laughs> is my favorite movie. <laughs> I hate Sucker Punch, by the way. I just like to make fun of it. We're making fun of that at some point on the show. Yeah, I, I never even watched Sucker Punch. I watched half of it. And this was before I met my wife. And I was just like, this is I'm done. This is just too stupid. <laughs> this is me living alone with nothing better to do in my life. And I'm still like, I better I'm going to go watch Dragon Ball. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. But that brings us to issue five, which also the, none of these covers really stand out to me. They're all kind of just blah. They're all damn near the same. There's nothing yeah. that really stands out. Makes it interesting. I was more excited for the ad that I saw after the cover where it's a Dark Knight Rise and it showed me Dark Knight Metal. And I was like, oh, yeah, I should read that one day for this show. I was more excited for that. Actually, yeah, that did stand out to me. (laughs) So this issue starts off with the United Nations being upset that Angel Grove went missing. But the idea is Wonder Woman goes there because she's going to deflect the bullet and take the heat before the Power Rangers show up in different outfits. And people are supposed to believe them like, yeah, you know us. We save the world all the time. Why wouldn't you send the two guys that have their morphers, Billy and Zach, and send one of them to go down and talk? They're on the ship fighting people. Uh, I think you could teleport them or something. Uh-huh. Okay, I don't know. It just seemed weird to me that it's just like, we're the Power Rangers, but we're not going to show you our face. Yeah. I, I am the Red Ranger. You could tell by my big red sword and my red mask. Yeah, they could be claiming anybody can claim that, I guess, going in there. <laughs> It was this just, is a world where they've never seen anything like Wonder Woman. I I would assume they would have taken taken that like way differently, or, or considered her like an enemy, like a, a Zed minion or something, or all of them. Yeah, better. Or they could have. They're, they're just gonna take this guy's word for it. They could have done the one they did earlier, where it's like, "Hello, I am Wonder Woman. You just saw me break a fucking door down. Here is my lasso that proves I am telling the truth. So I will make you tell something that is the truth." Now let me wrap this around this random man's arm. Hello, I'm a Power Ranger. So now you must believe him that he's saying he is a Power Ranger. That would have been better. Well, eh. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Suppose. I don't know. It was just, I know it was just like we had to do something to make it fit quickly. So they do this. But I don't know. It's just. Well, Power Ranger, like, I, I, I don't feel that because the Power Rangers don't have any say within their own world with the government or with yeah with it like they're kind of like not working in the shadows but they're they're disconnected from society altogether whereas somebody like wonder woman or anybody else for that matter just needs to warn them of a threat but i just feel the way that they did it is it doesn't make enough sense because it got like she's she's walking into this very sacred secret meeting united nations building and they're not doing enough to like this bitch is barging in here we got to do something about it it's one guy with a gun yeah, and that's enough to like shut them down. Really, like they should have riddled her with bullets, her and her followers. <laughs> it, it's almost as if it was a bad idea to have them swap universes. Mm-hmm. My another like small complaint when Flash is running around the world and he runs in the Lord Zed. Why aren't these Power Rangers monsters? Why are these just more DC aliens that were then grown big? The point I was making earlier. <laughs> and like, the, yeah, you, I mean, you're right. And yeah, the Brainiac yeah. soldiers, why aren't those putties? Why aren't those Brainiac drone putties? They're just drone, Brainiac drones. Like, it just doesn't mash well. Even when you have Cyborg here that's stabbed, he had to be stabbed by the the Billy's weapon and then someone else's thing. Probably, from, probably a Justice League something. Like, it just, they were always having to make sure you knew you're reading a, a DC comic. When you know you're reading a DC comic. Like, it, it just bothered me. 
because it was it wasn't a good it was just too much and then we move on to a much better scene where you have brainiac who's a robot and alpha five to which brainiac is like why are you why do you serve humans and alpha five straight up just goes why are you such a fucking asshole <laughs> he has this monologue that drags throughout like the comic kind of shitting on brainiac as he goes <laughs> yeah i i didn't like either when i think of alpha five i think ay, 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 ranger rangers not let's have a site let's have a debate on psychology <laughs> and a debate on what makes sense what you want to destroy a human uh, a race of of civilization because you think you're smarter like this doesn't mean let's talk about it and have some tea with our crumpets. Not that's not Alpha Five. It's fine. I think it's pretty funny, honestly. I would just solve like everything else that nothing. The, the end of the issue with Alpha, I think, is actually hilarious too. <laughs> oh, and it sets up for the for the sequel that we're never getting. Well, <laughs> oh, this ain't the last issue yet. But, no. Oh, yeah. you mean the last of this issue? Yeah. Okay, we're almost there. But so they get the city back and. What does I think Superman rushes Brainiac and then Brainiac pulls out a kryptonite like he never seen kryptonite before. And Batman pockets it. <laughs> that was funny, though. <laughs> I did find that hilarious. Besides that, I also think it's funny that three of the Rangers absolutely slaughter a man. But that's also, you know, that that's that's dependent. You know, is he really a man or is he just a big robot who really Brainiac? gives shit? Yeah. He's a robot. Yeah, I know, but he's still a people. They just fucking, like, <laughs> murder the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah, they do. He's a, he's a sentient living being, and they destroy this man. <laughs> and well, they he took their arm. city. The one city they cared about. Yeah, so it's, it, they get a pass, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get their coins back, and so they, they morph from the rangers, and then you have, like... Okay, it was kind of funny when the last thing is Alpha 5 uses one of the grenade things and makes himself one of the what are the growth potions or something growth bombs growth bombs and becomes gigantic to fight and then they make a comment in the next issue about how because he hits he breaks the building They're like it's okay probably the best part of this comic is alpha five becoming huge and just whooping ass uppercutting the shit out of a gigantic worm yeah, <laughs> that was cool. but again the same thing happened when i got to issue six cover was bland and i saw an advertisement for batman white knight well, hmm, i should read this instead happen again i i need you to read batman white knight where's the boom comics advertisements you know it's weird i don't see any (laughs) i haven't seen a single one and 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 on the cover this is published by both of them by the way Mm, yeah dc is also first yeah but when you look i I don't remember what turtles and power Rangers had, but i feel like it was there was probably more like advertising not just fucking dc advertisements you know not just image advertisements everywhere or no idw Image, yeah, there you go. I'll name every company but the company I want to name. Yeah. <laughs> Dark Horse. <laughs> <laughs> There's Dynamite, Dark Horse. There's some weird-ass ones out there, by the way. I am reading this on my Kindle, not sponsored, mainly because the only mm. reason the only reason why I do that is because it's fucking convenient and nothing else. I hope you didn't pay for this. I did pay for it, but I... I'm sorry. I, I don't really care. It's, it's a thing where it's like, I don't mind paying to read because it proves that, you know, I... I, I'm paying for stuff that I like. It's there. Hopefully you didn't pay much. Uh, Ten bones. Oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, if, I, it, it's, it's one of the things where it's like, it depends on how long it is. And it's like, oh, am I really going to pay like, like tech, you know, $20 for a book? It depends on how much I like so, it. You're yeah. reading Sandman. It's worth it. You're reading Turtles and Power Rangers. It's worth it. You're reading yeah, the Power Rangers one's very much worth it. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, issue. So what, where are we on? Issue six? Six. Finally? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
I mean, it was kind of cool with the stuff with Alpha 5 fighting an alien and then making the joke about him almost crushing a building. Like, some of that stuff was hilarious. I guess you find out last issue that Zordon was missing because he wasn't in the Brainiac ship and that Lord Zed was wearing Zordon's in a capsule around his neck for some reason. He was, and I didn't... Like, I saw in a, the panel with Zed here, or I think it was last issue, actually, to where I saw the necklace on him. I'm like, what the fuck is he wearing that I'm just not understanding? And then they finally explained it here. I'm like, oh, shit, it's it's Zordon in there. The, the oh, only yeah, thing so I... Is. I'm sorry, you go. No, I was saying, I, I didn't notice that. He is totally wearing a necklace. Yeah. I, I did like that he take, that Lord Zed takes out Superman instantly because it's magic. They have to tell you it's magic, which is I'm fine with. Like that was a part where I'm like, okay, this is cool. And it's actually letting Zed fucking do something. Yeah, and, it, and he takes up the whole Justice League pretty much, and then you have the Megazord have to fight him. That was cool. And I do like that. They there. they really made Zed a threat for, at least for that small moment. Like a panel. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's better than Power Rangers are getting. I mean, this was nice because this was this is what I wanted. This is I wanted the Power Rangers to shine, and you they were giving me that and. I even appreciate the stupid joke where Kimberly finally shoots the punching glove arrow into into Zed's face. Like that was fine. I will say stupid, the but fine. Art the, like with the Megazord fighting Zed looks pretty damn cool too. This was cool, yeah. And he punches him, and they're like, "You don't know how to fight because you're not used to being big." And you see Batman down there with Superman. Batman's like any second can get crushed. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they're right next to the foot. <laughs> I mean, these are some of the cooler parts of the comic. Like, I didn't even even mind the humor when they're trying to enlarge Angel Grove and Superman's like a little bit to the left. Like, that was that was fine humor, you know, and I appreciate the humor when they're when the Justice League is in regular costume and they're going to they're at what that that juice bar and Batman's going to pay. But he hit his hundred dollars has like Luther on like Luther it. on the cover. And, and he scares the shit out of Bulk and Skull. For some reason, Cyborg is not there. Hmm. No, he's there. Is he? Where? He's in the green shirt in the background, but he's there. Is that not Green Lantern? Yeah, that's oh. Green Lantern. Well, that's John Stewart. Yeah. Okay, you're right. He's not there, but he can kind of look human, I think. I thought. Maybe not. Eh, who knows? When they give a shit enough. Uh, I do think that this Bruce Wayne is fucking ugly, though. They're all ugly. <laughs> I thought it was Aquaman <laughs> that was here, not Flash. That oh, doesn't... Yeah. yeah, that's Flash. That is Flash. I, it doesn't look like him. Yeah, I don't know. You know... It, it's weird that we I can't say anything because, you know, Mike might be right. That could be that could be a that could be Cyborg because Green Lantern didn't go with him. He's not in this like whole fight in the other universe at all. It's like the Flash, Superman, Batman and Cyborg. Mm. Huh. Maybe but it is. You can't, but he also wearing a green shirt, which makes you think it's good. Yeah, they should have changed that up. <laughs> it's also just hard to tell because you just. Yeah, I mean. I just, I just, I mean, I did laugh at the Lex Luthor joke. I, I really did. I thought it was stupid. They're like, of course he can pay. He's rich. And they're like, you're, you're just thinking about the fact that you're in a different universe here, buddy. Like, your money might not be, not going to be the same. I mean, the joke is funny, but. Genius. Bruce Wayne didn't figure that one out. Greatest detective ever. Couldn't figure that out. <laughs> and then Green Lantern is here again, because Green Lantern is here after the fight, taking oh, the Brainiac see? ship away. Yeah, no so cyborg. That could be. That probably oh, is. There's cyborg, cyborg later down, let down the line. Who, who knows? They Cyborg's <laughs> with Billy, and Billy isn't in this picture in the diner. So well, I guess I guess that's our answer. Yeah, <laughs> unless yeah. Cyborg's the the color the the shadow figure they didn't bother to t- do anything with in this one panel. Mm, yeah, I get, yeah. Who else would it be? Where's Billy? Where's Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman's in glasses. Yeah, she's next to Jason. Oh, okay. So I guess I made. Okay. She's being Diana for the day. And then the very last panel of this is 
goes off like, ay, 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 I am Brainiac. And I was just like, why are you setting up a sequel? Well, let me see where that went. Considering this was 2017 that this came out and we're in 2023, yeah, we saw exactly where that came out. So in, in on the app, when I open it, this does not have a 2017 to whatever. It's still open-ended, which means they are still planning on making oh, a sequel. Oh, come on. No, I don't believe it. <laughs> That's like saying that I mean, that was like saying after before the Flash movie came out, Ezra Miller's still going to be the Flash. I was like, bullshit. I was right. I was, was going to say, that's like saying we're still waiting for that last part of the Caribbean movie with that huge open-ended ending that we got. Oh, I never even saw the last couple. I stopped. The last one's surprisingly good. Yeah, they're done. After the whole Amber Heard, Johnny Depp thing, they're done. And those movies, I think, ran their course. You didn't need more than three. So I, I do want to read more... Of Tom Taylor's books, though, because I now I need to read something good that he wrote. Shit, if you do deceased, I am down. (laughs) I've heard good things about it. I I should, I need to do more freaking DC stuff lately. Well, I know I do a lot of DC. I've been so much in Turtles. We'll see. But yeah. Oh, he also wrote a bunch of uh, Dark Horse comics, too. Really? This guy wrote a lot of good stuff. The hell did they do to him here? It happens. Uh, I get it. Especially when you're probably forced to write something that you probably don't even... Maybe he didn't even pitch it. Who knows? Oh, he also wrote... He wrote a Power Rangers annual. So he he wrote some stuff for Boom, too. Really? Hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, and the annuals aren't that great, to be honest. <laughs> good. That is fair. You, hey, remember that really good Turtles annual, number one, huh? Oh, yeah. Can't, yeah, that's why we skipped it. Yeah, the one book we skipped out of, like, a hundred... What, how many damn issues did we read the Turtles altogether? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we skipped that one. I should give you. All right, let's go to Shelf Stacker Box. Let's start less negative than me. Uh, Joe, what about you? I think I put this on the stack. This is a pretty good read. It wasn't too bad to where I'd probably like put up on a pedestal, but it's like, yeah, hey, I like Power Rangers. I like Justice League. This this has both, so that you know that works. <laughs> it's going it's going on the stack. Okay. And what about you, Rich? Yeah, um, kind of in the same boat with that one. I'd stack it. I don't. Uh, I don't hate it. Don't love it. It, it's passable for what it is. Uh, don't care for a second one, but I'd stack it. Okay. I think it's obvious where I'm going. I'm putting box. I was just, I came into this too excited and I left heartbroken. And it's just, don't I mean, do that, that to yourself. I did, but it's also because I just came to expect more out of the, and I just, I think I want, and it also just wasn't fun for me. It was just, I don't, I just didn't enjoy any of it. And I read it twice and well, at least I didn't pay for it. So. It's going in the box, I, and I don't need to ever read it again, or ever, or even. I won't even be recommending to people. I'm like, no, it's trash. Don't bother. But <laughs> <laughs> you want to read a good crossover? Here's two TMT Power Rangers crossover. Read these. I pray at this point that the Power Rangers Godzilla crossover is better, and it probably will be. I don't think uh, it can be worse. The Power Rangers because like- IDW is Godzilla, I think, right? Or is it Boom? Let's find out. Um, IDW is uh, Godzilla. Yeah, so my guess is it was yeah. an actual partnership, not in, not what this wasn't a, my, again, my biggest issue with this is not a partnership. And you can feel that in this so much that it wasn't, it was really just a, we're the big fish in town. And that's why I think, I think that's why it upset me so much is that there was no appreciation for the Power Rangers. So that's my rant for an hour. Well, I mean, being that I'm a bigger Power Ranger fan than DC, I love them both, but more so Power Rangers. It didn't hurt my feelings too bad, but yeah, it did suck to kind of see them take a backseat. I just didn't even like the way the DC characters were. Nobody felt good in this for me. So, like if, yeah. it, it's a thing where it came out before, you know, the Turtles won, so you could tell they're still kind of getting the grounds, and they're, 
you know their footing and it's nice to know that they eventually learned their lesson and how to make comics better because this was kind of but i think it's more of just work with a company that cares oh that's true too yeah well i think you get a i don't know if either of you have read the batman and turtles crossover but I that's a, a crossover that dc well, i did did correct I've seen the the clips. Sadly, I've been spoiled as much as I don't want to. And all I know is like, man, that is fucking crazy. <laughs> you mean we're the, gonna be the doing movie that, or the comic? Yeah, both, the mo- both, both were done pretty well, by the way. Yeah, I, I've seen clips of the movie and I'm like, wow, that kills people. I've never seen the movie. I've read the first comic, but it was back when it came out as it came out. And I have no memory of it. So, yeah, that, it's that DC crossover much better than what we saw here. OK, <laughs> I'm ready for that. So that'll be coming up at some point. Probably sooner or later at this point. I'm just knocking all of the damn crossovers. The Turtles and Power Rangers, I guess. Hey, we only got one Power Rangers crossover left to do. So. I hate W one. The Godzilla one. Yep. Cool. All right. I guess I should just wrap this up. Uh, so if you enjoyed this episode, there's over 500 other episodes of this podcast on Podbean. You can find everything we do on Podbean. Uh, look at our, just search in Power Rangers. Search in TMNT. See what comes up. See what we've done since then. You might interest you. If you want to support the show, we do a Patreon little dollar. You vote in our Patreon poll. You'll see a link in the show notes to that and the Discord. Please join our Discord and chat with us. You'll see a link to our Discord, too. And if you just want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro courtesy of Helena at Hell Hasper, you can follow her on uh, TikTok and you'll see a link tree to all her things that she does. So definitely go support her. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker to his own podcast, The Gamer Looks at 40. And check out Nomads of Fantasy, another great podcast. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Threads, Blue Sky, TikTok. I'm on TikTok now. I'm starting to. (laughs) And YouTube, audio only, but also on YouTube. I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye now. See ya.